0: Hello everyone. Welcome to North hello, Point.
1: Hello everyone. You
0: always you always make fun of it's like my phone voice, you know. That's
1: right. This is your podcast voice. This is my podcast. Just be voice. Sylvia.
0: This is, this is. So Hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to North Point Plus. Uh this is uh our podcast that just kind of goes over um the message this just is-
1: kind of goes over the message like it's no big deal
0: yeah what well, we're just talking right? we're ju- we're just we are talking, just talking. That's what Yeah, say. uh it's episode one hundred and three today,
1: that's so we've crazy. been doing this for a minute, yeah, that means like next week is two full years oh yeah fifty two yeah times two
0: that's crazy Math class is tough, yeah. Not for you, for me. I'm not a numbers guy. Uh, but yeah, so Rick, you spoke on Sunday, so why don't you just...
1: Nothing else to talk about before we jump right in the message?
0: I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure I'll have more to add okay. to the question. All right. well, unless you want to say anything.
1: Well, I'll do a shout out. Okay. As you're watching this, if you're watching on Tuesday, mm-hmm. it's the day before my 42nd wedding anniversary. Oh. So happy anniversary, Miss Deb!
0: Yay, we love on Deb. Wednesday.
1: Yay, yep Deb. Long, long time ago.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like you should tell us like a quick story on like how you met or something, or like a funny story oh, about I, you guys. I kind of,
1: t- I've, I've told before that once we started dating, she said, "You need to know, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. Certainly, don't want to marry a uh, pastor. pastor. Yeah." and uh god had different the, plans he, he, that's right that's right i figured i could talk her out of the first two and i didn't want to be a pastor i hadn't mm-hmm. planned on being a pastor <coughs> excuse me at that point so yeah no we actually met um doing ministry stuff which was cool so we went to a christian college we traveled on the weekends um i was in a male quartet oh, yep uh she was the accompanist for the male quartet and it was the,
0: love at first sight. You
1: know, no, because we knew each other our freshman year. Oh, it was so a small, it's more like friends. Small, so. Yeah, yeah. We just spent more time together. Um, but this was actually, I, I tell this sometimes. Um, her roommate, her freshman year, mm-hmm. was the accompanist for the male quartet our freshman year. So okay. I was in a different group. Um, our freshman year, she wasn't in a group. and um, And her roommate, during that year, Dated all four guys in the male quartet at one point in time, <laughs> so um, the reason that Deb played for us, that she was our accompanist, was because they didn't want any of that drama, and Deb didn't have any desire to date anyone. So, um, <laughs> so there and she you was, go. Th- yeah. So, oh, but it worked out for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yep. yeah. I mean, heck, I I love Deb. Team Deb, all the. Way. Oh, I mean, you too, but you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not yeah.
0: like it was not you, but man, I love Deb. She's just so She's sweet. Good. I know. One day, I don't know if she watches these. Does she watch these? Or she
1: does? doesn't usually watch these. So I would
0: love <laughs> for her to get on a podcast one time, but yeah. I think it's going to take some major convincing.
1: Well, yeah. we'll have to figure out sometime to do it. Mm-hmm. You'll have to trick her. to Turn say, all the lights hey,
0: on and be like, hey, we're just, ta-
1: just, be, we're just let's talking. Let's And right.
0: I'm over here hitting record. Yep. Uh, okay. So why don't you go ahead and just uh, review a little
1: bit? Yeah. So um, what's interesting, I think, I, and I didn't really say this yesterday, because this is like, uh, th- this was the f- what the fourth message from Job. Mm-hmm. So, and it really is God's response back to Job after Job has said, I don't get this. All this stuff, all this horror these horrible things have happened to me, and I haven't done anything wrong. And Job's friends have said, Yeah, you have. And he said, No, I haven't. Um finally, in the in the passage that we looked at on Sunday, uh, chapter 38, 39, 40, 41, a little bit of 42, um, God responds. And so it really is the climax of um of Job's story. Uh this coming Sunday, we finish Job and it really is kind of the epilogue it's it's like okay after god has said his say what happens after that mm-hmm. and um and so it, it really is kind of the final statement and the and to just really boil it down god basically says to job um hey put on your big boy pants <laughs> um and answer me some questions where were you when the earth was created do you have even a clue about how the mm-hmm. how, how the earth works how um animals function why they do what they do i'm the one who created all that sit down and shut up mm-hmm. um and and it's not a sit down and shut up like smacking him upside the head although god is smacking him upside the head um it really is hey look i'm god and you're not and that's enough and 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 i think the p- whole point of job is that god says yeah i know that you suffer and i i know that and i care but i can see things that you can't Mm -hmm. and and somehow that seems i think kind of hollow to us Mm -hmm. um it it seems unfulfilling to us and i think maybe that's the point that um because it feels unfulfilling to us it that needs that's the whole point of god saying Job. Where were you when all these things happened? Um, I am who I am. And um, end of paragraph. End of story. Drop the mic. You mic know. drop.
0: Yeah. yeah, when you said that, I thought that was so funny. When you're <laughs> <But> it, it <laughs> and then God kind of just drops the mic.
1: <laughs> he, I, look, you don't. It is. You, it's you, like
0: you, final, you, like where it's like at the end. It's like crickets. Where yeah. Go, oh. <laughs>
1: and 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 that's what Job says in both places. You know, at one point Job says, uh, "Okay, okay, yep, okay."
0: I shouldn't have said anything.
1: <laughs> and then and then God says, "Okay." put on your big boy pants i've got some more questions for you i'm not quite done we weren't done, done yet. here yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and god is just reinforcing that he is god mm-hmm. and um, that
0: video was cool oh good i liked that video
1: yeah um, uh, that's i thought it was I, I just thought it was really powerful if you haven't if you're watching the podcast and didn't watch the message mm-hmm. it, actually you can go to the app notes and i put the link in the app oh, notes okay. so so you can um, find it if you want to go back and look at it again It's, um, it really is. Uh,
0: well, it's it's just funny, like I think it's just cool with the imagery too, because yeah. it's like one of those things where' like, yeah, we've seen these video clips, and we've we and you even said some of the questions beforehand, yeah. and I was like, Oh, snap, but then listening to them all together and seeing the video and everything I don't know i maybe I'm just a very visual person, but yeah. I thought that was cool. helped yeah. me kind of like put it into perspective of
1: well, and I, when you read it, it's like question after question after question, and it yeah. and it starts not to become white noise but but it's easy it's to lose, yeah. Your attention, yeah. and the video really helped capture. Oh yeah, awesome. man! How did God think of ostriches? Mm-hmm. Um, and the the, the tigers walking. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's just really cool. And then when you start looking at the pictures of the universe, mm-hmm. that's like. Yeah, we're pretty small.
0: Yeah, yep. Uh, I may or may not have quoted the put on your big boy ba- pants to my husband <laughs> later that day. I was like, hey, just like Rick said, you put, it, and it was totally. Gird like, up your loins, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It was funny. It was like a total joke. It wasn't even anything like serious, but I was just like, hey, you heard Rick today. Pull up a big boy yeah. pants, like whatever. <laughs>
1: It's yeah, funny. It, it it I mean the in the original language that really is the visual like gird up your loins it's it's pull on your pants.
0: Oh, that's so. funny. That's what I, like I think Jake always says like there's a sense of humor you oh, know in yeah. things where it's just like people miss out on that or like when you read it wrong or you don't know all those little. Yeah, it's like it's so cool to hear yeah. about that. It makes it so much yep. fun. But well, so our first question is. Um, is, or like, when is it appropriate to ask questions or seek answers for, uh, of God for the situations we're in, and when does it become wrong?
1: That, that's, that's a great question, because when you look at Scripture, there are some times that, that people question God, and, and God just mm-hmm. thwacks them. And there are other times that people ask God questions, and He just gives a, a very direct and clear, gentle response. And then there are times when God gives a response that's at the God level, Mm -hmm. kind of like with Job. And I I would say that I think um, Mm -hmm. the issue is not when you can ask God questions, when when you can try and get answers from God, it's how. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about your attitude more than about the circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I, I think when we cry out to God in our brokenness, when we have questions in our brokenness, Man, God's uh, God's ready to respond to that. If nothing else, to for the Holy Spirit to come alongside and just be with us as we ask those questions. When when we out of an attitude of arrogance mm-hmm. as if we know no more better. than no, <laughs> no more than God mm-hmm. that's I think when it's like uh, you know what you better just sit down and shut up and read Job 38, 39, 40 and 41 again
0: yeah do you think um, it's fair to say too I kind of had it in my head like a teacher when they ask or when they say like don't just come right to me like did you look for an answer so yeah. do you think it would be like kind of comparable like when people need to the first thing is complaining to God instead of like going to read the Bible or like right. searching for answers you know what I'm saying like yeah. you think that is kind of like a fair thing to say too like well are you like how because you said too in your message like you have to want that relationship yeah just the complaining not, yeah
1: or... yeah I, well it's it, it is really easy for us to pray mm-hmm. and to just pray for all the stuff that we need mm-hmm. and to not listen to uh, listen to god listen for god's voice Yeah, it's easy for us to read scripture and just kind of check it off as a to-do yeah. list kind of thing rather than to really try and get who God is and understand what he's doing how he's working all those kinds of things. I yeah, I th- I think that um it really is about our attitude and that when when we have honest questions, I like I I think even with Job, he was saying I I don't get this, but I think the difference between like chapter 3 and uh chapter 37 is at chapter 37 Job has has become so focused on himself. Uh, um that that sounds horrible to say, um, because his kids are dead, his wealth is gone, um, his health is gone, um, but he he is in such despair that he can't see anything beyond himself, mm-hmm. and um, and I think I think when we come authentically to God and and ask questions, that's okay. God mm-hmm. God's God is never, no matter what, is never threatened by our questions, um, but when we're when we're arrogant. Yeah, um, it's it's like I, you know, I you know, I can remember when my kids are little sometimes. Well,
0: <laughs> they have the audacity to make it seem like they know yeah. better. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, um, sophomores in college or in high school. Sophomore <laughs> means wise fool. They, they think they know everything. As a sophomore, when you come back after your freshman year, you think you know everything. And it's like, sit down and shut up because you don't know squat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think it's all about attitude.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good way of looking at it, too. And I don't think it's something that we need to be, like worried about or like i think it's something to pay attention to is like your attitude when you're asking questions because that's what the question is like it says like when is it when does it become wrong but also like the amount of times we mess up (laughs) like you know because like i'm even thinking too like when i have been like very sad or something or like and you just are sitting there like why like why is this happening and it's like he's not gonna get mad at me for asking why when you're like heartbroken crushed like you know whatever but it's just kind of like I don't know it, attitude check, it's a good thing to remember, yeah, so um, and then our so our next question, um if God has a reason for bad circumstances, how do we know when and how to assist without interfering with god's plans
1: um, the implication in that question is that we can mess up God's plans,
0: oh yeah, that's <laughs> there you go <laughs> um,
1: and we can't mm-hmm. um we can miss out on being a part of God's plan, mm-hmm. but we can't mess him up, yeah. so I think if if um if god is allowing us to experience um pain suffering whatever that is and we do everything that we can to just try and get out of it without without trying to hear from god first um we we miss what god's trying to give us we miss this sounds funny but uh, um uh, cs lewis talks about pain as a gift the gift of pain we we miss what we could learn th- through that, um, and so the the um, there's we, we just we need to not just try and get out of it, but to but to ask first what God's trying to say to us. Um, what well, I, I say to the staff periodically, when people complain, when you when somebody comes at you and and is is giving you grief about something that's going on at church, something you're responsible for. This is true in the workforce, any place. I mm-hmm. uh, um I I've I've th- this is what I've learned over the last forty years. I have a. I have four questions that I ask myself when that happens. When somebody complains, um, when they're angry with me, that kind of thing. The first is: Is there truth in what they say? Mm. So, um, you know, if if somebody says that was the worst sermon ever, uh, the, I think the first question is: Is there truth in that? And um, and so it makes me say, okay, did I, did I. Do my study? Did I do my prep? Did Mm -hmm. did I do so? That first question: um, Is there truth in what they say, even if they said it horribly? Is there truth in that? Mm -hmm. The second thing is, um, uh, what's God trying to teach me in this? Mm. So, so they might um, they might be angry. They you know they they might be way out of line, but if God's trying to teach me humility through the process. I need to be sensitive to that answer to be humble. And so um, uh, is there truth in what they say? What is it that God's trying to teach me through this? The third question is, uh, I, I always say, is is, um, is this the real thing that they're upset about? Because mm. sometimes people are upset about, you know, they may say they're upset with this particular thing, and that's not really it at all. They just don't have the courage or the or, or the, It's too uncomfortable for them to talk about what really is at stake, and so to try and identify whether that's the real thing or it's something else Mm -hmm. um, is is important. And then the fourth thing that I always ask is: um, is this uh, does this have to do with? Is there something else going on in their life that that might cause this reaction? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really have anything to do with what they're talking about at all. It's not it's not related to church at all. So somebody who gets really mad about about something that is happening at work but they're having trouble at home. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, you know it's it's not it's not a work issue at all. It's it's if you go through the why's, right, 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 Um right. it's it's something else. And so so I think that I think that the question with when things are bad when we're suffering I don't think we can get in the way of what God um has but we can miss it. And so I think the answer to that, the long, the short version to that long answer is God. What are you trying to teach me through this?
0: Yeah, and I think that that's good too because like this kind of gives you something. You can like run through that with other people, especially when you're heated about something. You know that somebody comes yeah. up and tells you, but also like as you were talking, it made me think of like. Because some people just say, well, don't listen to them. But that, like, so what you're saying, like, that kind of goes against that. Yeah,
1: I think you have to listen to Mm -hmm. them because God may be speaking through them.
0: Yeah, and so it helps you, like... Because
1: God even spoke through a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, really? You never know. You never know where his truth is going to come from.
0: Um, But also, it's kind of like... You get to listen to it and um, pick through it. You get to learn about yourself, learn about right. them. And then also, though, it helps you move on from that instead right. of holding a grudge or whatever. So, like, that's, I think that's pretty cool. And I think you can use that in lots of other places. Yeah. Like, I mean, even in home life, when you're talking about teenagers or, or your spouse, spouse or young kids, honestly, like, yeah, this, I think that that is really something that, yeah, a tool people could use. Yep. Um, but, okay, so given this discussion of God's response to Job, how do we as Christ followers make sense of what uh, we hear about climate change and the control we have as humans?
1: I love this question because if you read Job 38 and 39, God says over and over again, oh, you think you can control stuff? Mm. Sit down and shut up. You, yeah. you can't do anything. Um, so without being really too political mm-hmm. I I do think uh, I'm going to be cautious here because because I I know people have different opinions but I but I do think to think that we as humans can mess up the the um, world or the universe that God created is pretty arrogant um, and when you look at the volume of uh, is there an impact that that comes from humans? I I think right. so. I don't think it's uh, a lasting impact unless God wants it to be. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. if 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 God is planning for Jesus' return to come when the ozone is evaporated, let's evaporate the ozone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and if that's not God's plan, it's not going to evaporate. Yeah. So
0: well, so it sounds like you heard it here first. Rick doesn't recycle; he hates the. Police. No, oh, that's not true. <laughs> I'm just that be, but no,
1: that's a that's a great I'm question because I I actually um, big I, recycler. Yeah, well, I think I think when you look at what God calls us to do, mm-hmm. we are Let's called to be of. stewards yep. of the earth. So so we need to do everything that we can to take what God has given us mm-hmm. and to and to be a good steward of it. Yep. I don't think that. The um the that the climate change stuff mm-hmm. I I actually uh, I, the podcast I guess we talk more about what we really feel and think than than I do uh, on a Sunday morning than I'd say on a Sunday morning but um I I don't think that uh, I think that the climate I think that there is climate change I think it's cyclical mm-hmm. um when we were in Iceland um in 2013 and we were talking to one of the Icelandic guys. Uh, he he talked about the climate change and what they've discovered in Iceland because of the l- layers of ice and oh. perma- permafrost and that kind of stuff. And he said, "Oh, we can we can go back through and we can see where there have been times just like this, mm-hmm. where where the climate has changed, mm-hmm. and it's cyclical. It happens every several hundred years or whatever, a thousand years, whatever it is. And so uh, it takes off and goes from there. God's in charge. Yes. We can we can trust him." <laughs>
0: Um okay, don't make fun of me. Uh-huh. Okay, and I know that <laughs> I'm young and everybody <laughs> always says, "Sylvia's young. She doesn't know what these things are." The West Wing. <laughs> uh
1: you, you know the West Wing is in the White House. It's where the president does his yeah. business.
0: Yeah, but it, and you said earlier it was a TV show.
1: It is it was a TV show. Yes, with okay. Martin Sheen. He was the president. Not that much. So so what's the question
0: um well i don't know what it is so i guess it's just a tv show and you mentioned it on sunday
1: yeah there there is it's um there is an episode of the west wing and i was not a west wing fan although we lived in dc for 20 years i i love the whole political environment all all that kind of stuff did we figure out when Um,
0: it came out or like when it was um yeah
1: i think it would have yes it would have been in the Early two thousands. Oh, okay, gotcha. some, somewhere in there, but um, Martin Sheen plays the president. Um, uh, Rob Lowe is one of his oh. um, one of his staffers, that kind of thing. And and in this one, in, in one of the seasons, I don't even know what, but um, uh, one of his one of the people who works for the president who has had a significant influence on him. Um, is killed by a drunk driver, mm. and um, and they do the funeral in the National Cathedral in Maryland, which is a place that you know we used to go to, oh. we used to take people to, that kind of thing, um, and and Martin Sheen after the funeral is done, everyone leaves, and Martin Sheen, the president, is in. Uh, the National Cathedral, and he basically just rails at God, mm. and um and in it the the reason that I <laughs> that the phrase when I when I heard it saw it whatever I thought oh that's really interesting uh, he calls God a feckless thug, mm. um, uh, an uncaring um, tyrant kind of thing, and I think that that's the perspective of many people that they have of how God treats Job, that he's, that he is a feckless thug. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that, I mean, the character in that episode, um, is so upset with God because he's done so much good for the country. He's, you know, he's, he's done so many good things and yet his good friend dies, Mm -hmm. um, senselessly because of a drunk driver. Um, so you just yeah. that
0: stuck out and you it's, said like you weren't even really a fan of it. No,
1: I, I didn't watch it that much but I did that they say that that episode is one of the best episodes of in all of television history. It's it's really really powerful. Hmm. In it um uh, again just the, all the all of the little nuanced things that express oftentimes the way that we feel about God's uh, how distant God feels sometimes. Um he's he's there he rails at God he lights a cigarette, takes a couple puffs on it, and grinds it out on the floor of the National Cathedral. Hmm. Um, and and it's like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah,
0: he needed to put on your big boy pants <laughs> talk. Yeah, well, he, he
1: needed to read Job 38, 39, yeah. 40, and 41. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, so then, like, you know, in that talk uh, that we, you know, we keep joking, the big boy pants talk, yeah. there's, like, lots of all the questions that God says and there's lots of animals in there too yeah. and so like is there a deeper meaning behind those animals what, so there's ostrich horse eagle hawk tiger wild goats donkeys and oxen wild
1: yeah that there there um if you read down through that and try and just uh, you can read it and 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 kind of like the video picture those animals which is cool mm-hmm. um but theologians have have read meaning into lots of the different kinds of animals. Um, and we, which is just kind of interesting um, that most of the animals that are there are wild animals um, and animals that don't think, don't have courage. They, j- they just act. Mm-hmm. Um, horses are one of the animals that are there. And horses actually have the ability to overcome their circumstances Uh, Like you can teach a horse, well, at the time that this would have been written, horses are used in battle. Mm -hmm. And so there's loud noises going off, um, all kinds of stuff um, that can distract the horses in the midst of battle, and a horse can continue to fight, continue Mm -hmm. to move forward all the time. Um, So there there is this sense in which sometimes the circumstances control the animal, but sometimes the animals can can control the circumstances, and that has some relevance to us in terms of sometimes the circumstances can tr- control us and sometimes we can take action and impact the world around us. We can be thoughtful, we can we can take measured action, we can do all those kinds of things i I, I think that when you look at the animals there it's just really interesting i I uh, when I was studying this, it's just amazing to me that an ostrich, can run faster than a horse
0: oh yeah they're crazy and they're like dangerous too they'll kill you (laughs) i saw we're talking about like we i I was up north this past weekend we saw one at a zoo and i'm like man i don't know if i just haven't seen an ostrich in a while but those things are crazy
1: we saw them in kenya and they're just out peaceful you know just doing their thing but if they take off and go yeah they they're like they can, you can go. Can ride them. Like yeah. They say people humans yeah. can ride them. And and it was ju- I mentioned in the message, but it's just really interesting to me that um, uh, they're so fast, but they don't like they don't hide their eggs. Yeah. They, they lay their eggs wherever in in dirt in the middle of the road, and as yeah. soon as they hatch, they don't pay any attention to them. Yeah. It's just very interesting, mm-hmm. um, and and then the flip side of that. One of the first ones that it says, is, Job, do you have any idea where the mountain goats go to have babies, or how long they carry their babies? And Job had to be going, ah, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. and and so now you know we could look it up on the internet and right. say, hey, there's uh, been studies he, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you think about it, you've got those goats that are living on mountains that 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 can walk on a you know, a tiny ledge in the mountain, and they're having babies mm-hmm. up there it's uh, God's pretty incredible, in, yeah, in terms of of what he created and what they can do,
0: yeah, and those are almost like questions that little kids ask, and I yeah. love those so we're like, how yeah. did you think of that and yeah. but then it's funny because sometimes parents are like, well, I don't know, yeah. so like I just figured like that's kind of what it reminded me of. It's like I, the, oh. yeah
1: i and I don't know if it's just my mind and the way it works. But in the message when I talked about, God conceived those things before they were created. It's mm-hmm. not like God created them, and and then they kind of just developed into Did this amazing thing. thing. Yeah. No, God conceived the look of the ostrich and an elephant and
0: and what they do and how yeah, they interact yeah
1: how they, how they interact and how they reproduce and all, all that. Kind of. It's just it's very interesting. Yeah, I God's so big.
0: Too. Yeah, and then it makes you feel like. You yep okay and i think that everybody who's watching maybe is like really wanting you to talk about the dinosaur comment that you (laughs) said on stage i was like oh snap he you know
1: well um let me let me just read that passage have
0: you ever talked about that before about
1: dinosaurs no um but lots of people think lots of different things obviously
0: i want to hear what you think
1: well you know, I don't know because it's hard to know exactly what um, what what God sure. was talking about. Sure, um, I should have had this ready to go. Sorry about that. Um,
0: That's, I think, a question that a lot of people have though about like dinosaurs. I think I've even asked Jake Howard that maybe before, <laughs> like or something. I don't know if it was in a life group or what. Just that like. Yeah, what well, about
1: dinosaurs, man. Um, Answers in Genesis is an organization that that tries to make sense of, of the Bible and oh, science yep. in, in a really cool way. Ken Ham, um, I, I you know some people love what he does, some people don't love it. Um, there are some interesting things that um, uh, there there are places in Texas that have dinosaur fossils with footprint with human feet feet in the dinosaurs, mm. so. It's not like the dinosaurs existed before there was man. Um the, I, I think that they coexisted. I my personal belief is that the dinosaurs um when the flood came um it took care of the it wiped out the canopy, mm-hmm. the um the firmament that scripture talks about and at that point animals couldn't get as big as they were once. Mm-hmm. But um this is uh let's see let me, just, let me just read this. Look at behemoth, which I made along with you, and which feeds on grass like an ox. What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly. Its tail sways like a cedar, the sinews of its thighs are close-knit. Its bones are tubes of bronze, its limbs like rods of iron. It ranks first among the works of God, yet its, yet its maker can approach it with his sword. Um, the Let's see. Uh, under the lotus plants it lies hidden among the reeds in the marsh and so like when i think about um the brontosaurus Mm -hmm. and i'm not a dinosaur guy but like what was the oh you probably didn't watch it you're too young the the um uh there was a kid's movie about oh um dinosaurs with cute Characters, but that was long before your time. It was when my kids were little. Not um,
0: wait, are you talking about like the land before time? Yeah, land before okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> I know what yeah. you're talking about. Um, I'm not
1: that so, young. So so you know, the dinosaurs in there, how, how they characterize that. Um it th- that picture that's there is like of these giant animals that are hidden in the marsh and yeah, able to do their things and are and are huge. Um
0: and um sorry to interrupt your train of yeah. thought, but it just kind of makes me think too, like. It was just another thing that he mentions and like in the other like he's not describing what a hawk is or like right or like a tiger. So it's just one of those things. Like that's just what it was.
1: And 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 the word behemoth, I mean that's transliteration of the word. It's like, yeah, it's this really, really large animal and we don't we don't know what it was. Mm. So
0: do you ever hear people say behemoth as like a yeah. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, oh, that's so weird. So like Cubongus
1: or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. giant. They, 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 they giant something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then uh, Job 41, Leviathan. Yeah.
1: Leviathan. Um, let's see. This is, I, um, let me Let me just read some of this because this is this is crazy. Can you pull in a Leviathan with a fish hook or tie down its tongue with a rope? Can you put a cord through its nose or pierce its jaw with a hook? will it keep will it keep begging you for mercy? Will it speak to you with gentle words? Will it make an agreement with you for you to take it as your slave for life? Can you make it a pet like a bird or put it on a leash for the for your girls in your house? Will traders barter for it? Will they divide it among the merchants? Can you fill its hide with harpoons or its head with fishing spears? If you lay a hand on it, you will remember the struggle and never do it again. Um, that, So, you know, sometimes I talk about what I'm reading. I, just, I this last year, read um, Moby Dick.
0: Oh, <laughs> I thought about that when it's, you when you, it, you were it talking sounds, about that on stage. It
1: sounds like a whale because all of the all of the stuff that's described it's fishing, in it's right? well, yeah, it's it's um, uh, any hope of subduing it is false. The mere sight of it's overpowering. No one's fierce enough to rouse it. Um, who's able to stand against me? Um, who has a claim against me that I must pay? Everything under heaven belongs to me. Uh, the, it's the the fight against. Um, the the whale the the, the whalers that mm-hmm. would take in a whale when it described when in moby dick when it describes what they experienced in taking down a whale it was a mammoth undertaking that was that was life threatening from the word go they you know they just didn't know what was going to happen mm-hmm. um, and it took a whole team of people and so this this concept of oh what you're so smart you can you can go take a whale out by yourself yeah. yeah, let's let's hear, and then then it goes down into, um, it, it says, I won't fail to speak of Leviathan's limbs, its strengths, its strength and its graceful form. Who can strip off its outer coat? Who can penetrate its double coats of armor? Its two layers of skin. Who dares open the doors of its mouth, ringed with uh, ringed about with fearsome teeth? Its back has has uh, its back has rows of shields tightly sealed together each is so close to the next that no air can pass between them it's it, like it's describing um the skin of this animal that protects itself now um let, just a second let me let me flip out to um oh rats eh. <laughs> um let me let me just change um, translation, translations okay. here um because this uh This is what's really interesting. Um, Verse 18 says this, When it sneezes, it flashes light. Its eyes are like the red of dawn. Lightning leaps from its mouth. Flames of fire flash out. Smoke streams from its nostrils like steam from a pot heated over burning rushes. Its breath would kindle coals for flames shoot from its mouth. What's that sound like? Dragon a fire-breathing dragon. And well, yeah, that's pretty crazy.
0: I think it's interesting cuz like, you know, people say, well, oh, that comes from like, you know, dragons or like a fantasy folklore or whatever, but I think a lot of that is influenced actually the bible because i read fantasy books like you know i've read before and i've said this before on the podcast too that so many like tra- I'm, re- I'm like i've read this before and it was in the bible yeah, <laughs> like yeah. so many are um yeah like what's lord of the rings what's that guy's name tolkien tolkien Ooh, like yeah. that was you know yeah so it's just that's kind of cool so do you really think it's a dragon um or are you just saying uh, it sounds like a dragon
1: it certainly describes what um it certainly describes well, oh, what, what we, we what we would call a fire yeah. breathing dragon. Um, some theologians w- would say, uh, you know, this is wisdom literature; it's poetry, yeah. A- and I so, was ask that and too. so, it's um, maybe not as literal yeah. as as like we read it. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've just kept continued to toss in my mind is um, whether <laughs> whether or not it actually describes something that did exist that doesn't exist any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some animals that actually have stuff in it, inside them that they, that they can create heat and and sparks inside mm. their mouth.
0: Like what? I, uh,
1: I, I read about it last week. It was oh. like, oh, yeah, there are animals that can do this.
0: Huh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wouldn't want that in your backyard no, <laughs> while you're trying to camp.
1: N- no, no, no. <laughs> So who knows? Uh, uh, the, d- it's easy to get focused on the specifics and to miss right. the big the big picture. Yeah. The big picture is that God says, "Oh, you're so great. You think you could take down take a fire? Down yeah, 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 yeah. fire breathing dragon down, um, uh, or what? Whatever um, this particular animal is. Some some have said that it's uh, this um, dinosauric um, uh, alligator, crocodile mm-hmm. kind of a thing." um because of the way it describes its skin yep. um and the the armor plating and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and others have said that oh that's uh, that's another kind of dinosaur that and again I'm not a dinosaur guy right. but they keep finding stuff so yeah and knows. i
0: am so glad yeah. i was not in a time where there's dinosaurs i mean i know there's ups and downs of every <laughs> lifetime but i would be dead <laughs> i i probably would have a heart attack from seeing one and just keel over right there i'm not we tough. don't
1: want you to be job's wife that's for sure
0: <laughs> yeah right there you go <laughs> yeah. oh gosh well this was a fun conversation it kind of goes stuff. all over the place M- yeah
1: right? make make some comments um right you know. i want to hear
0: yeah i want to hear what other people think because these are things kind of like you said it's not big pick like this is not a big picture thing this is just what People talk about yeah. and try to figure out, and like that's what's fun is I don't have any you know like hard and fast like answers to these like I just like yeah. to hear what people think, so people yeah. should leave comments or tell us because yeah i i and, interesting
1: um I can't remember uh what I was watching but or or reading just in the last few weeks, and it it stuck in my mind as I was thinking about job. They continue to find animals that we never knew existed, or like fish in the in the bottoms of the mm-hmm. sea that are um that nobody ever yep. knew that they were there, new species and and you think god's God's creative ability goes beyond anything mm-hmm. that we can even imagine oh yeah and um and and the big picture out of all this is even in the midst of pain and suffering. God's God, mm-hmm. and we can trust Him because He can he, he sees what we can't. So He's got the whole yeah. world in His hand. He's got the whole <laughs> world in His hand. Oh, tell that tell that story.
0: Oh yeah, so um, we had a foster son in our home for about three months, and he went to go live with his grandma, and it was pretty sad because it was good that he got to go live with family, but it, it was, was sad because- pretty
1: sad. It was devastatingly heartbreaking yeah
0: and he was two and like we got to have him for his birthday and do all these fun things so it's and he was like our first kid together for me and my husband so it was just we learned a lot it was a lot of fun but when he left it was just like man things are just different now like the house is quiet and uh one of my sister-in-law my husband's um one of his siblings she texted me and him and said all these very nice things about, like, you guys were so great. And then she said, like, you know, I just keep having this thought in my head that the whole, singing the song, he's got the whole world in his hands. And I was just like, yeah, I haven't thought of that song in a long time. I do like that song, like a little kid song. And I was like, thanks and whatever. And then you started saying it on Sunday. And I, like, looked at Jake and I'm like, are you hearing this too? Like,
1: oh, my goodness. It it was really interesting um, because when I was prepping the message, again, real heavy topic. And just trying to think, mm. I, I need some places to just break stuff yeah. up a little bit so so people can breathe and um and it was interesting for service because when I started to sing that, there were some people that just kind of snickered initially, and then it was like oh there's a there is a whole lot of truth, yeah. in that little song,
0: yep. I yeah. think yeah, I think we should do like a whole thing about songs, like little kid songs. Kid song, yeah. Because I was gonna say I know so many to this day where I, when we had our foster son, I'm like I want to sing these songs, and I'm like my yeah. mom did to me, yeah. so I'm asking her. She goes, oh gosh, I don't remember. So I'm like googling yeah. them, but yeah. So they're is truth, and it's good to remember because like I'm an adult now, and I'm like yep. I remember these songs, and like wow, it's planting that seed even yep. when you're younger, so. reinforcing it. Yeah. Well, thank you for everybody uh, joining us today and sticking with us. And
1: Dinosaur. Dinosaur talk breathing dragons uh,
0: yeah yeah um so this was episode 103 hopefully you can stick out with us for our second year anniversary of north Point that's Plus right next coming week coming up yeah um but yeah so please like subscribe share do all that comment about your theory on dinosaurs there we go <laughs> not nothing too heated just yeah. uh, just opinions but yeah thanks and we will uh, see you sunday